Which discussions do most of us shy away from? It is conversations about death, which we all will face. This pandemic has slapped us in the face with loss and grief, yet we try to deny the destiny of it. Today, let's begin open discussion to expose emotions common to us all. Hi, I'm Marilyn, and I want to welcome you today to Exposing Grief. The goal of these conversations is to talk about loss and grief, which are emotions we all experience. When we expose anything, it becomes less threatening. To expose loss and grief will provide us with some emotional control. I want to add this disclaimer. I am not a therapist, psychoanalyst, psychiatrist, or any professional from the field of mental health. I'm just someone who has lived many years. I have experienced my own loss and grief, and I have observed others go through the same. In my observations, I believe loss and grief can be separate. I think they are on the same continuum, but someone can experience loss without the deeper emotional experience of grief. These are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. If you need professional help, please seek it out. You might ask, what has precipitated these conversations? Unfortunately, it is the coronavirus, COVID-19. There has been so much loss and grief associated with this pandemic that emotionally it is almost overwhelming. There have been job losses, businesses closing, social interactions stopped and rearranged, freedom of movement curtailed, cancellation of graduations, freshman year in college interrupted and cut short, constraints on our ability to comfort friends and loved ones who are hospitalized or grieving themselves, and you fill in the blank for the loss or grief you are experiencing or have already experienced. Why is this a perfect time for conversations? The rush rush is at a lull. We are restricted in many ways and have more time with our children and with each other. If we use this time productively for some self-reflection, it is possible to come out of this situation more emotionally healthy than when it all started. We have now made our way to the 50 to 70-year-old age group. Maybe many of us believe that at this stage in life, we have dealt with all of our emotional baggage, or at least we believe we are well-equipped to handle any mental stresses that might arise. I wish this were true. Unfortunately, because we have pushed so much of our emotional health aside, by this age, the strain is almost unbearable. Retirement is looming, and there is concern if enough preparation has occurred. Many are even wondering if retirement is a realistic option. This age group may have to deal with aging parents, as well as any emotional stress that adult children ask for help in maneuvering. There are others who may be dealing with their own health challenges in addition to marital strain. All of these shifting priorities can be overwhelming. Where does someone start in order to sort out the competition for emotional reserve? Some of us don't know or believe that we have any emotional reserves. I am hopeful that you were someone who tackled loss and grief along life's journey. If you were, then you have in place processes to help your mind and emotions not go into overdrive. Take heart. You can get through whatever you are facing. Certainly, you cannot manage everything at once. It will be necessary to prioritize if you are faced with more than one emotional dilemma. For instance, let's say you have an adult child who is in the middle of a divorce and you have a parent who is quite ill. Maybe you let the adult child know that you are available to listen to their concerns, but not every minute of every day. It is possible to empathize with someone without being all consumed in their situations. Hopefully, because you have lived more life, you will be able to assure your child that the pain from the loss and grief will get better. Once you have the plan in place of dealing with your adult child, then you have more capacity to assist your ailing parent. With your parent, you want to determine if he or she has worked through any emotional concerns that might arise due to failing health. 
You will want to know the prognosis and how you can be of assistance. Emotional support is as important as physical support. Be honest in your discussions. If you and your parent have had a past history of emotional battles, it may be a good idea to involve a professional. Don't allow pride to get in the way of being of assistance. When you take stock of your life, it seems you have spent an enormous amount of time dealing with emotional responses to many types of loss and grief. You have. It's okay. Some people are able to navigate emotional landmines better than others. And then there are those people who pretend that landmines don't exist. Hopefully, by these ages, you have recognized that loss and grief are a part of living and you have a trusted plan to get you safely through any emotional valleys. Do not rule out professional help if necessary. A competent professional can help you develop a plan for evaluating emotional stresses in life before they become a problem. Sometimes we only need help in order to get through a particularly rough patch of emotions. It may now seem that more friends and family are dying. This may be true, and that is a perfectly normal situation. These losses can make us more aware of our own mortality. Don't dwell on what you cannot control. Make the most of today by employing healthy responses to emotional attacks that want to take away your enjoyment of today's precious moments. Life's hills and valleys have a rhythm. Needless to say, most of us want to live continually on the mountaintop. That would be wonderful, but it is not realistic. It is hopeful that we gain strength on the mountaintop in order to navigate the valleys. Be open to talking about your valley experiences with others. It is possible to find a safe person or persons whom you can support and to be supported. There are times we all need someone to help pull us through emotional quagmires. Tell yourself that being stuck emotionally is not an option. When we do that, our minds naturally try to find a solution to our situations. Yes, we have more resilience than we give ourselves credit for having. Each day is an opportunity to live our best lives. Recognize pitfalls, deal with them, and keep moving forward. Alina was an inspiration to me personally. It was encouraging to hear someone so young make adult decisions and realize there was emotional impact surrounding those decisions. It lets us all know that within us is the will to overcome emotional stress, but it is up to us to tap into that will in order to make sound decisions and not become a victim of circumstances. If you have not heard Alina's interview, please listen at episode seven. Being prepared for emotional challenges is our best defense. Prior victories over our emotions give us confidence that we can be victorious again. These are my personal experiences, opinions, and observations. I urge you to get professional help if you need it. I believe these conversations about loss and grief are necessary and perhaps well overdue. I hope you stick with me as we explore and expose these emotions. Be a part of these important conversations. Our next conversation will focus on loss and grief felt by senior adults. I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I hope to visit with you next time on Exposing Grief.